beautiful. Welcome to my podcast, Life Redesigned with Lisa, where I help overwhelmed women find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal, trauma, and loss. I help you discover the new you and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, and lots of joy, the way God intended it to be. So grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, Pull up a chair and let's focus in on you for a few minutes, shall we? Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. Welcome back, ladies, to another episode of Life Redesigned with Lisa. Glad you decided to join me. Today, we are going to be exploring the first part, this is going to be part one, of 10 questions to ask your spouse when they've been unfaithful. There are good questions and there are not so good questions that we should explore and shouldn't explore in the early days, especially in that first six months to a year, to try to ground ourselves, to try to make some sense, if you can at all, of the betrayal itself. So we are going to kind of dive in today to the first five of those questions so that you can kind of start to work this out yourself. Now again, there are good questions that need to be asked so that you can have some closure to some things, um, start your healing, and then there are questions that we will explore later that you need to stay away from that can actually be harmful, very triggering, and damaging to yourself as well as your relationship in the future should you decide to try to mend it. So with that said, the very first thing that I want you to understand is that breach of trust is serious. Infidelity is the breach of trust that you've experienced. Betrayal is devastating. The ground beneath your feet has shifted and you're unstable and you're trying to figure out how this happened, why it happened, and how to go forward. So communicating with your spouse, it seems impossible, but at the same time, you need to gain clarity on the situation. So there are some things your spouse doesn't want you to know, and I know that you want to know. So though it may be hard to try to sit down and discuss these things, I think some of the questions that we're going to explore are going to be helpful. Now, if they're willing, great. You may get the answers, but you might be in a situation that they don't want to talk about it, especially in the early days. This is something that you're going to have to come to grips with because you might not get the answers in the beginning. I know I didn't. In the early days, it was every time I would ask a question, there was a lot of what I call gaslighting, and we will have an episode on that soon. But there was a lot of gaslighting that would take place, a lot of blame shifting to keep me from receiving the answers so that he wouldn't have to come clean, so to speak. Um, it wasn't until months and months and months later that we were being able to even converse about some of these things. And some answers started to come forth. And understand that in the early stages, the cheating spouse also has to work through their own issues. Um, they might not be at a place where they can even answer you at this point. So whether you 
are in the early stages or you have been in it for six months to a year, these are going to be some really good questions to kind of help you cope with your feelings and to pave a way to your healing. So the first question is this that you can ask yourself. How did you allow yourself to cheat? Now, ladies, this is one of the most important infidelity questions to ask your spouse to understand their frame of mind when they decided to cheat on you. What did they tell themselves? Like, what was their frame of mind? What were they thinking? How did they decide that it was okay to cross the line of unfaithfulness? These are the questions that you need answered. Was it because they didn't attach much value to the concept of being monogamous in their marriage, being loyal and the vows that they took? Or were there any marital issues at play, which, hear me out, does not stand for an excuse or even justify the act of cheating itself? It does not. But did they look at it that what did the extramarital relationship offer them that they didn't feel they were receiving in the marriage itself? You see, ladies, their response to this question is going to give you a sense of their values and sense of morality, where they are at this moment, where they were at that time period. And also, it's going to help you to identify the cracks in your marital bond that may have lent um, to their transgression. Now, again, hear me out. That is not to say that if there were issues in your marriage, it justified an affair. There is no marriage on the face of God's green earth that is bad enough that justifies an affair. Enough said there. And realize that when they answer you, it can be painful to hear how they actually justify the affair itself. But realize you must listen carefully, make the best of the situation so that the conversation can continue to move forward so you can start to gain clarity and some healing can take place. Now, early on, after discovery, sometimes it's not clear. Sometimes they don't even know. They can't even articulate why they went down that road. Or it may be on the flip side. There may be a lot of blame shifting saying that you caused it which can lead to a whole gamut of what I call destructive questions that enter your mind of, well, was it because I wasn't pretty enough? Was it because I was too thin or too heavy? Or did I not give them enough attention? Did I not keep the house clean enough? You get the picture. The questions can go down a spiral dark hole that can leave you just hopeless. Those are the questions that are dangerous and that you need to stay away from because the whys, the why questions are unhealthy questions and we'll get to that later. But for right now, how did you allow yourself to cheat is that first question that definitely is a good one to ask. And if you um, ask this right immediately after you find out about your partner's infidelity, remember that your emotions are raw and they can be running very high. So make sure that um, you're in a safe place that you can talk about it, maybe in a counseling session or with a coach, but make sure 
that you don't get into that shouting match, that you're really trying to work through and bring clarity to what you're trying to find out. Try to give yourself some time to cool off before you get into these questions. The point here is not to put words in their mouth when you're arguing with your spouse, but to help you uncover as much information as possible so that you can make a better decision moving forward. Now, question number two that's a really good one to ask is, well, did you feel guilty? See, betrayal is very dramatic. It's devastating. One of the most important questions to ask an unfaithful partner is whether or not they felt guilty about betraying you. Now, sure, they knew what they were doing. They knew they were betraying you. But did your spouse actually feel guilty about it? That's a good question to ask. I mean, it's okay for you to ask them, you know, after you spent time with her, how did you feel? Was your state of mind when you came back home after being with her, was there guilt there? Did you feel ashamed for what you've done? A lot of people feel horrible about sleeping around outside of their marriage. They feel horrible about the affair. The curious thing is that they continue to go back. They continue to go down that dangerous path despite the guilt instead of getting away from it. Why? I like to equate it to an addiction and it, and it is very, very close. There's this high that's involved when your spouse is involved with another person and they're in an affair. It is, it is a very high feeling because it's the high of the secret of not getting caught. It's the double life that is taking place. And there is a high and it's the endorphins that are set off that are associated with it. And it keeps pulling them in despite the guilt. It's just like someone who's addicted. They feel guilty about it, but yet they keep going back because they can't help themselves. And sometimes I call it I call it living in the bubble of deception. And when they're in that bubble of deception, it's hard for them to see the truth. So your spouse may still be there, but what you want to try to find out is, is there any guilt involved? Do you feel guilty? because you have had this affair. And asking your unfaithful spouse these questions about their feelings of guilt will give you clarity on how much they value you and the marriage. If your partner feels no remorse whatsoever for their actions, none, this can be a sign for the future of your marriage. So take note when you are asking these questions. Question number three is, have you ever entertained thoughts about cheating on me before. Now, <laughs> I can tell you that that's a scary one to ask, but I don't think you need to leave this one out. Has your spouse been tempted to cheat on you before? And if they say yes, then you need to go further. Well, did you act on this temptation before? And if they say, well, no, I didn't, then ask them why. If you didn't, why? What stopped you at that point? Was it because you didn't want to break your trust? Or was it because of a lack of opportunities? See, these are exploring questions that are going to help you to gain clarity. 
This will help you to ascertain whether your partner is the sort who'd actively look for opportunities to get some action on the side, or if this transgression was maybe a one-time fling, or maybe it was something that they were dealing with low self-esteem, they had major issues, which really, ladies, listen, for someone who is having an affair, a lot of times, 99% of the time, it's because of something they are lacking within themselves. It's a self-esteem issue, it's how they view the world, and so they make decisions that they normally wouldn't make. So these are questions that are also going to help them to figure out why they were cheating. So you need to also realize that this question is, were you tempted before to cheat on me? Pay attention to the answer because it's going to tell you if there is a weakness in your marriage that may be at the root of their choice to stray. And it's also important to note that when you employ um, such hard-hitting questions to ask a cheating husband, there's always that possibility that they're going to lie to you. So keep that in the back of your mind. Look for the classic signs of someone that lies to you. Realize that if someone's lying to you, their, uh, their gaze kind of diverts from side to side, right? There may be a silence for a long time because something's just not quite right in their story. Their story may keep changing. So try to encourage them to be honest and open, even though it may be very difficult to hear. Tell them that you're looking for truth and you would rather them be truthful than to lie because they've been lying up to this point and that's why you are where you are. The fourth question is this. Did you fall in love? Well, ladies, I know... This one is the most difficult question to ask. It, it, is, it is something that you want to know, but something that you don't want to know. So in the case that you've discovered your partner has been having an affair, there's a strong possibility that they are emotionally invested in the other person. This can't be ruled out. That's why you need to ask. And trust me, it's not going to be easy to know one way or the other. If they do confess that they're in love with this person, then that's when you both need to sit down and you need to decide what it means for your future as a couple, as your future for a marriage. Is it possible for someone to be in love with two people at the same time? That's a question you're probably asking yourself right now, right? Well, the other thing is, how do you even feel about that possibility? So these are things when you're asking this question that you're going to feel. You're going to start having these questions just go over in your mind time after time after time. But I will say this. I remember when I asked that question, do you love her? And I remember seeing the love notes and I remember him saying yes. And I remember how devastating it was. But I also had to remember and God had to remind me that love is a choice. Many men especially equate love to a feeling. Um, and love is not a feeling. Feelings follow love. But love is a choice. And so they may choose to love that person and they have chosen not to love you anymore at that point. And that's a hard reality to face. But I had to realize that love is a choice and the feelings follow. And that sometimes they may think they're in love, but it's the feelings that they are feeling and they have misconstrued it. And it's basically lust. 
So that's why it's something that you may want to explore and may talk about because when the affair is not just physical, but it's also emotional, it indicates a desire for an emotional connection. So they may have felt emotionally disconnected to you. That's not to say that you did anything wrong. Again, it doesn't justify the affair. But these questions help you to figure out what is behind it. So this is going to help you know, okay, if you're really in love with this person, then what are we going to do about our marriage? Forgiving an affair is never easy. Never easy. And getting the information on what went on is very, very hard. But you need to know these things. And their answer to this question and your reaction to their reply, it actually holds the key to your future of your marriage and to your relationship. And so the fifth question that I want to explore with you today on part one of this two-part episode is, did you actually think about me when y'all were together? This is a very hard question to ask. And I know I keep saying that, but oh Lord, this one, very difficult. But it's probably on your mind. I know it was on mine. Did you think about me when you were with her? Did your spouse think about you? Did they ever pause to reflect on how their act of cheating would impact you? I asked that question. Did you ever think of what this would do to me? How it would break my heart and how it would risk the future of our marriage? These are questions I asked. Did you think about me? And ladies, if they did, why weren't these potentially disastrous consequences enough to stop them? See, this is how you explore this question. This is how you go deeper. Now, if they were thinking about their affair partner while they were with you, were they thinking about you too when they were with them? I mean, it plays both ways, right? And if your spouse was invested emotionally, then chances are the affair partner was always between the two of you. Think about that for a second. You know, they say in scripture that the cord of three strands is not quickly broken. And, you know, that's where you, your spouse, and God are the only three that are supposed to be within your marriage. But when there's been an affair, there's a partner that takes the place of God and now is in between you. And so you need to know the answer to this question. You need to know, were you thinking about her when you were with me and were you thinking about me when you were with her now fearing the answer might be too much to bear and you might want to avoid the question altogether but I dare to say that it would help you to know this question will help you to understand how passionate the affair really was and while it can be heartbreaking to hear you need to for the sake of assessing whether your marriage stands a chance of survival in comparison to the intensity of the affair. And asking these questions will help you to discern the reality of the affair itself, where your husband's mind and emotions and and moral values really are and were. And it's also going to help you to be able to have clarity moving forward. These are also questions that will help you in the healing process and the forgiveness process. So these are your first five that I would say are great questions to explore in a great conversation with your spouse. Make sure the communication lines are open to have these questions. And on part two of the next episode, we're going to explore the last five 
of the 10 questions. And then we will finish up with questions to avoid. <laughs> and I'll give you some pointers. So stay tuned for part two next week of this broadcast. Thanks for joining me today. I hope this really helps, ladies. I know it helped me tremendously. And I know that getting some of the answers, while they may be tough, are going to move you forward in the healing process. Until next week, be blessed and cheers to you, beautiful. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, had an aha moment, or were inspired to take the next step in your healing journey, by all means, leave me a review. It's the highest compliment I can receive. And make sure to screenshot this episode. Share us out on IG and Facebook stories. Tag me at Life Redesigned with Lisa Podcast, and I'll make sure to give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance you may be going through. Cheers to you, beautiful.